We're going live. Okay. The Hazelwinkle twins, aren't they up in Alabama? They were they're retired yeah. now. They uh they 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 uh said that they were giving it uh, up maybe like four years ago. Nice. All right, TFWR, we're back. Uh how's everybody doing? I'm here with uh Florida State Wrestling Club and FAMU Wrestling Club co-coach Fred Simmons. Uh, he's been uh, involved in this club in uh, NCWA for many, many years. He was a South Carolina state placer himself, and uh, he's here with us now today. So how are you, Coach Simmons, and um, how has this pandemic kind of affected you? And now that we're coming out on the other side of it, Thank you for coming on our show. I do appreciate it. What I would like to say thank you for the platform and allowing us to kind of get our, our our message out, you know, and let people know more about, you know, NCWA and just the programs that are in Florida. Um, but uh, yeah, the pandemic school-wise with our athletes, both 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 teams um, have been able to, uh, to really persevere and push through. We are uh, stressed academics. Um, both teams, uh, even working with uh, Tallahassee Community College students that, you know, participate and practice with our club. Um, so we're really proud of the grades coming out of this semester. Um, Florida State, definitely, um, we, we've had, uh, um, I wouldn't say some issues, but definitely trying to get back on the right track as far as club things that we need to do for clubs so we can continue to get funding from the school. For FAMU is a little different, but um, the difference probably would be uh, for the state, I allow the students to be more um, uh, uh, leadership driven and kind of allow them to make, make decisions um, based on, uh, you know, the rules and stuff that, you know, the sports, uh, sports clubs are being an RSO, recognized student organization on campus. Sure, and, and um, one thing I'd like to say out there to um, uh, everybody is this gentleman was just uh, put into the Founders Award inductee for NCWA, which is kind of their Hall of Fame. He was 2011 NCWA Women's Coach of the Year. He was the head coach at Tallahassee Community College. He was co he's still co-head coach at FAMU and Florida State and a two-time state placer, so he's been around for a long time. Uh, he's been doing it for a long time. Uh, a question I had, so for people out there that don't, uh, don't really know much about club and, and aren't too familiar, um, from what I understand, there's two divisions, right? There's division one and division two. Right. Um, there, there's 153 men's club teams and there's 54 women's club teams. Uh, FSU happens to be in division two. Um, talk a little bit about that. Talk about a little bit about what are the differences in the divisions? And uh, you obviously are a school that has men and women, uh, but for people who haven't been educated on 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 the NCWA, um, educate us, Coach. So uh, the NCWA started out as one big division. Um, I think they kind of learned early on in the process that you know you have some schools that have more resources um, as far as funding. Um, uh, You're breaking up a little bit. I'm sorry. Coming through now, loud and clear. Coming through better, yes. Okay. So two divisions, um, they saw that uh, leadership definitely was a strong suit, having uh, adult leadership 
So if I had to break it down simply, your Division One teams starting out probably had more adult uh, head coaches, and your Division Two teams were more um, student student led and driven, and um, it kind of metamorphed from that. Um, like like I said, you have some of our our larger uh, schools or did a Division One like Apprentice, um, Grand Valley, um, Liberty, uh, MMI, which the Hazen Winkle Twins. Uh, coached that for many, many years. Uh, UCF, those are some of our bigger, more established programs um, in the NCAA. And then you have your smaller teams like UF is a student-led led team. Um, uh, Florida Gulf Coast, uh, they had, uh, and forgive me, I think it was Pete Mankovich, NCAA champ uh, from Michigan State. He coached there for a while, uh, moved down to Florida. So we've had a uh, I, I, I think for our conference, Southeastern Conference, we really did um, great things as far as the amount of teams, Division One and Division Two. We got a pretty good mix in our conference. Yeah, I mean, it seems like there's uh, there's a lot of teams out there, and um, you know, kids kids looking to to go to college, obviously, but they also want to play. They also want to play wrestling. They also want to be a wrestler. Um, However, maybe they're on a swing year. Maybe they're just not ready either for that level. What do you What do you tell them? What do you say to them? Where, okay, you can go to a Florida public college, take advantage of your your prepaid, and still have the opportunity to wrestle. So I, I think, and probably, if I had to tell one thing with high school coaches, and I know that we, you know, most high school coaches they're going to promote grades. But just, you know, me being more social media heavy and having guys or guys and girls reach out is I preach grades. Um, you know, Florida prepaid is one option, but Florida Bright Futures is another option that, you know, you can qualify. And it's almost as uh, if not the equivalent to a partial scholarship if you're going to stay in the state of Florida. Um, so I'm, I'm always trying to put, you know, on our social media pages, putting out information on how to go about, you know, talking to your guidance counselor about, Especially your sophomore, your freshman and sophomore year, if I can talk to them then about, hey, this is this could be something. That's why you need to take care of your grades early so that if you get the partial or get the bright futures here and, you know, some Division two or Division one school comes a knocking, then you have options. You can kind of weigh out your, your you along with your parents, weigh out your, your monetary options. And then a lot of times I tell them to look at the resources that, that, that uh, wrestling coaches um, or ask about resources that are going to help you not just in wrestling, but outside in um, graduating, getting a job or career, internship, stuff like that. We don't, we don't think about that when we're, you know, uh, you know, 19, 20, and it normally takes somebody like, hey, you know, wrestling is going to only take you to this point in life. What's your next step? Yeah, JD was talking a little bit about that. He's had kids come through the program and and almost use it as a leap year and do something that he said was called gray shirting and, um, and then still being able to, to leap to a, uh, a big, a bigger program as far as, and you may want to touch on this. You guys are competing at most of the tournaments that the big schools are competing at. You're at these big tournaments where the D one schools are there, D two schools are there and they're seeing these kids wrestle. So the opportunity is still there for them. Yeah, um, I think the biggest difference, and JD kind of touched on it, and how I, I, I present it to kids is 
you know, if you've been wrestling eight, nine, ten years, by the time you get to college, you're like, I'm, you know, I'm, believe it or not, we probably have more state qualifiers just walking across Florida State's campus. You know, they just, <laughs> they just state placers, state qualifiers, like, hey, you know, and like, hey, you I recognize your name, you know, you, they're, they're come out for a practice. And you know, you look them up and like, oh, I'm, you know, you're a three-time state qualifier and a one-time state champ. Why not wrestling? They just, I'm just burn out. You know, and you know, the constant grind, especially, you know, being in high school and scholastic is hard. So um some most of the kids that I come into contact with, you you're trying to recondition their mind and be like, hey, you know, it's not as it's not as demanding as far as you know your time as you would think it is. Um if you wrestle at an elite level, then you know you know, you can turn it on and turn it off and you know the things that you need to do outside of the wrestling room that are going to keep you at that competitive edge. Parker, and somebody had just mentioned this. Um, is, it, is it in the club NCWA best interest to take the club program and go onto the national stage, step up their game and try to become a, a division like that, a national, like an NAIA or division two one, three, whatever, or is it, is it better to get focused on becoming a part of a college program and being a D1 program? Um, how do you get yourself onto a national stage? How do you get the club level on a national stage to where kids are recognizing it as, I want to go there because I want to wrestle? I think at this point, like, like, Mediums like this is where we can kind of share and say, hey, look, we understand that, you know, um, the person dangling a carrot over your head saying, hey, you need to wrestle, you need to be to practice every day. If you're not, if that just is not your your vibe or your, you know, you understand that wrestling at an elite level where you can go to tournaments and you can compete against Division One, Division Two, Division Three, and NAIA teams, this is probably for you. Um, as far as us being on a national level, I think that the NCWA, um, you know, moving forward has kind of, you know, with, with the advent of now, you know, our national championships are hosted on flow. Um, you know, you can watch every match on flow and we're doing those things. The, 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 the uh, association is doing So it kind of dispels that, that, um, that, uh, you know, misnomer of, oh, it's just club or, you know, the competition is not as, as good as, you know, other other associations. So I'm on a call. <laughs> as far as that, as far as making it to the next level, I think the you know a lot of coaches that tell you, especially in the southeast, that um you know a lot of club or uh, NCWA teams you know are participating. We 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 do have some tough kids, not from top to bottom. You know a couple couple spots here and there, but um moving forward, I think you know if you can establish a program. You can get a, a fan base. You can get, you know, support. Um, you're definitely on your way to kind of moving the needle to kind of opening up the doors, especially with, you know, women's wrestling taking off to, to hey, why not as a sport? Even though we are not, it's a non-revenue-generating gener, sport, why not? Let's look at it because we can incorporate. <clears throat> yeah, somebody just said here, uh, why don't we see the larger NCAA wrestling schools compete on the national level in Florida? There's no reason why FSU, UF, and Miami shouldn't be competing at the NCAA level. It's going to go back to support. You know, like I, I talked, I talked earlier offline. You know, um, lacrosse was a, a, a club sport, 
and um, people donated to lacrosse, you know, not just, you know, $5, $10, but they were putting in significant, you know, donations before it, before it even kind of blew up, um, you know, at, at the division one level. So would you say that, I know I've heard that from all three um, club team coaches that I spoke to that in order to go division one, at least in our state, the team would have to be self-funded for a, a certain amount of years and show that we're self-funded and we're competing for the college then to step in and say, okay, now we can offer scholarships. Now we can offer some funding. Now we can help. Is that, is that true everywhere? Yes. You, 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 you would need to be heavily or show um, the athletic department that you, you have a significant amount of people that are donating to your team before they even look to step in. I know at Florida State, even though they have a great athletic um, booster club and at FAMU as well, it's definitely going to take um, um, some some donating. I, I think one of the, the, the critical things that I, I, I worked on with my kids at Florida State this year is um, now that we're RSO, we're able to get uh, we're able to, to go through the university where if you wanted to donate, you can get a tax break. And I think that's a big a big thing to for some people to be like, hey, I wouldn't mind donating, you know, two thousand dollars. I can kind of see where the money is going. Kids are competing at this level, you know, and so on and so forth. I'm 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 totally transparent about you know how we will work things, but um, that was our biggest thing. Let's let's be able to get funded, get it through the university where if somebody wanted to to do a generous donation, um, that we will be able to to have that and them to get a, a tax break. Well, I'm not doing the work. Right. So um, I know one thing that uh, is dear to your heart is the community colleges. I know that there's a big, I know in California, I think you mentioned there's a huge community college following as far as the junior college wrestling programs. Um, I'm sorry. My son was talking to me um, as far as the, as far as the wrestling program. So what can do we have a junior college program do we have junior college wrestling do we have community college and i know you wanted to talk a little bit on how can florida create that and how can it be built and and where does it start i mean how how can colleges like is there even community colleges anymore because i know i went to miami-dade community college for a short time but now it's called miami-dade college so so they've changed my, my, my regular profession. I, I do the marketing recruitment for the College of Science and Technology at FAM. I also recruit students. So from community colleges and high school. But in the, the most, the, the state system has changed the name from community college to state schools. So state funded schools. Even though they're still, you can get your, you can get your AA from, you know, community colleges and then transfer a lot of programs now like UCF, Florida State, um, USF, Florida, UF. They're, 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 there was a time where Miami Dade had a college, had a wrestling program because my uncle wrestled there back in I don't know the '60s, maybe. I wish, I wish we. If, I know there's so many coaches down there in Miami with the advent of uh, St. Thomas now. Um, definitely, if we, if anybody is interested, you know, in stepping up to that level, at least for NCWA, um, I think the difference. It's price like so. I looked into maybe moving to NAIA 
uh, with FAMU, seeing if we could get you know the school to fund it. Um, and we ran into the, the, the application fee is 10 grand, you know, just a one-time application fee of 10 grand. And then I think yearly it's from like 2,500 to, to five, $5,000 a year for the, to be in the association versus NCWA. And I've been, I've been griping and moaning that they keep creeping up the cost, um, for the yearly, um, membership fee, but it's 515. So, you know, it's a lot easier for you to get 515 together. And then have have guys compete versus trying to you know raise the ten grand. But now, could a Division One college have a NAIA wrestling program? I haven't seen it. I've seen Division One colleges like uh, Ohio State. They have a a, a club um, team that did really well this year at nationals. Um, the Navy Prep Academy. They used to uh, have a a club team alongside their uh, division one teams. So basically they would wrestle that one year gray shirt. I think um, uh, JD spoke, spoke about it and then they could immediately, you know, have four to five years of eligibility. Um, Air force did it as well. So, um, so is I, it, is it the funding that keep like, why wouldn't, I think man, why, why wouldn't the NAIA be trying just to grab all you guys up down here in Florida? When it boils down to it, might, you know, every, I could see, I think we kind of fit in the niche. Um, you know, when I first started coaching, the membership fee was $315. Now it's $515. Um, am, am, am I mad about it? Yeah, because I've seen teams like our, our conference, Southeastern Conference, back in 2011, we had 15 teams, like four and five in Georgia. Um, every school in Florida had a team. North Florida, they're trying to get their club back, but they're more student, student ran. And just trying to work with these teams that were established before, you know, you, from year to year, you have turnover, like a student leaves and then they don't have a, a plan in place or somebody else to pick up. So it's kind of, you're always kind of starting over. And that's why our, our association has been pushing like to have that one adult. And we've been lucky in Tallahassee to have, you know, two coaches that are, you know, regardless of our jobs are able to stay in Tallahassee and operate and move, you know, three different teams. Like we had TCC, uh, going for a while and um, the administration uh, in the athletic department decided it was a liability that they didn't want to, um, you know, risk anymore. So they kind of shut us down. So we allowed the TCC guys to kind of wrestle between Florida State and FAM, whichever school that they-, they What would be the, ben as far as you're, as you're saying, and I, and I don't know anything about the, the community college wrestling, um, in California or anywhere. <laughs> I, I know that there's been there, but what would be the, what would be the benefits of the JUCOs in Florida creating a, a wrestling conference and putting wrestling teams there? And would that affect uh, the clubs? Like now could, instead of club wrestling, would you have community college wrestling or would this all be part of um, just rest. What would the benefits of it be? Why, why are you so adamant? So I spoke to, and this was an idea I coached at, you know, we started a program at TCC, but we didn't have another, I think maybe a few years before um, uh, Santa Fe had a team, a club team. And before that, this year, uh, Palm Beach State, um, Coach Ferns, uh, he, he's a guy came down from Michigan last year and he started a program there, a uh, community college school. So um, anybody looking, grades are not really, you know, where they need to be at. 
definitely, you know, check out Coach Ferns at Palm Beach State. Get your AA or do one year there, and then you can kind of, you know, go through the competition, compete. So these are going to be like feeder – these are feeder programs, kind of like in football, where someone goes out to Notre Dame, but they, they wrestle at that Saint, whatever it is, and then they come – or they, they play ball there and they come over. Or up at Florida, they've got that the, – the, the JUCO place up there, and then you – so essentially – um, the benefit will be monetarily, like you really don't have the money to, to go outside or, you know, a coach, you know, you have guys where you go up to these community colleges in Iowa and they're, they're giving you a partial, which you could have just stayed in Florida, you know, and wrestled at open tournaments. Um, and, you know, if, you, if, if your community college has a club team, then you can compete at nationals, you know, conference and nationals and get more exposure and videotape, you know, for guys to be like, hey, uh, let me let me let me give you another look. I've seen you, you know, at a, a competitive level, at a couple, you know, opens where you're beating my guys or it's competitive with my guys. I might need to give you a second chance or a different look. So that that would be nice. a, Coach Furnish has been the one to kind of push. Um, why not? You know, if we can get, I think he said four to five community colleges. I think we need five community colleges in the state of Florida for us to form our own. But wouldn't wouldn't isn't the real issue that we don't have a D one school? Yes, it's, it's, because if we had a D one program, then you could have five five uh, community colleges that ki kids would say, okay, I'll go there because then I get to wrestle at UCF, Florida State, Florida, Miami, Florida Gulf Coast, and I get to stay in Florida and still compete at a high level, and I can feed into those. But with no Division one program doesn't it make more sense for them to go somewhere else for a juco and then feed into that program it depends you know like i said it, it, it like, all, it, and i'm not saying i'm just being i'm just being an advocate like if florida state was division one then the community college tcc or whatever would not have lost their program because you can now attract big big name wrestlers that just can't cut it grade wise right now and feed them right into Florida State, where now kids are saying, well, I'll, I'll just go to the one at Penn State or the one up in Notre Dame or the one in Ohio State or Iowa, and it's, we can't get them down here to Florida. It's, it's, it's going to be, like I said, whoever, that one college that has the alumni, they really want to back it, you know, really feel passionate about it. Once that happens in the state of Florida, then I think the dominoes are going to start to fall. Yeah, then the JUCOs are going to make sense, right? You have you have a, you have a template. Somebody has a template where you can kind of show, you know, this is a viable option that people in the, and we all are passionate about wrestling in the state of Florida, in in South Georgia, to be honest. But um, you know, just seeing that manifest itself into a Division One program, it's going to take, you know, like I said, significant amount of alumni donations and, you know, uh, work to kind of put that together. I know Clemson, they had a campaign earlier this year um, to kind of start their program. Well, I guess you guys up on the border there, um, it would make, you could probably put a JUCO program together up in the panhandle and stuff up there because there's D1 programs, Alabama and Georgia, and, and you can still create a funnel going that way. So you could probably get some good wrestlers down to those two coasts in your area, right? Or your club. Yes. Yes. I'm, again, you know, the, the pathways, 
it just depends on the mindset of the wrestlers. Like I said, a lot, a lot of what I've been running into now is like, hey, I want to compete at the level, but I don't want to go through the four or five days of, you know, practicing, you know, two a day practice. I want, I still want to be a college student. I still want to, you know, with our guys, my biggest thing with, with guys at Florida State is they, they, you know, they come in and, hey, I, I wrestled in high school and then rush hits. And then, you know, they, they, they join the frat and then it's like, oh, you know, can I get you back after you finish? And, you know, by the time the kids start flowing and, you know, trying to work back. How, how close do you think you are? How have the conversations been with, with Florida State where, or, or even FAMU where you feel like, are, are, are the talks good? Are they going in the right direction where you think that FSU can, is really considering bringing wrestling on? At FSU, not unless not unless we can show significant alumni, you know, support donation wise. Like, hey, you know, even if if it started out this year, like, hey, we have ten thousand, you know, in donations. Okay, and then next year we can get twenty, and then if we get twenty, okay, now we can offer a guy, even though we're wrestling at NCWA level, we can offer a guy a partial, you know, maybe books. Start off at that 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 level and can probably you know four to five years before they. Oh. I feel like the Florida, the Florida, not Florida State University, but the Florida State wrestling community as a state in a whole, if they really want a Division I program, if the whole state got together, regardless, look, I got an Ibis on my arm breaking a spear, okay? So I am not a Florida State or a Florida Gator fan. I'm a Miami fan. However, if we can put all that stuff aside, and say, okay, we're going to go all in to fund one program to get that Division One program off the ground and fund it, wouldn't the rest of Domino's fall? Like, if we just all said, who cares if we're, if we're fans of Florida State, UCF, Florida Gate, let's all as a community pick one school, focus on getting them a program, getting the funding, do fundraisers, do whatever it is, and boom, we get that one school off the ground. Couldn't we essentially now turn around and tell these other schools, hey, here's what can happen if you put it together? That probably could get the ear of an athletic department or AD. And then you, you come couple it with women's wrestling. You know, you probably you probably could get the ear for somebody to be like, hey, let's give this a second look or how, can you give me a budget? You know what? What does a budget look like in in our area? And like I said, with, with wrestling growing in the South, you know, um, you're having a lot more NAIA teams like in Florida now. I'm I'm excited for you know St. Thomas, uh, Kaiser as well. They they actually attended our tournament this year. But the more teams that you can kind of have that are on that next level, the, the the easier it is for us to have that conversation. Like, hey, you know, we might want to, you know, it, it, you see that they're attracting more students. It's a, it's a calling card that they can use. Um, like I said, your, your bigger schools, they don't have an issue with attracting students like Florida State, UF, Miami, and they're private. You know, they don't have an issue with attracting students. It's your smaller schools and they're taking, reaping the benefits. But if you had that one team, like we said, hey, we're going to support, you know, University of Central Florida because they're in the middle of the state and it would be easy. I think that you might be able to get the ear of the athletic director to kind of shake and move some stuff. Well, or even, I mean, how many Division two schools do we have out there? I mean, we've got a lot. I mean, I remember UCF was Division two, and after 
after a couple of good quarterbacks, <laughs> they became Division One. So, I mean, I'm even if if we catapulted a D two school to say, hey, look, um, somebody just said Coach Fred is great. Wrestled four years in the NCWA, competing against Fred and his guys. Great experience and memories for the rest of my life. Would not be where I am now without the NCWA. That's a gentleman named Zachary Lebovic. If I I screwed up your name, dude. Sorry. <laughs> University of North Florida, if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, and he's a ref in in, in the Jacksonville area. So, um, Coach Sherman was his coach uh, over there, and he's moved on to administration in the NCWA. But yeah, I definitely, like I said, I, the niche where we're at now, I I I just want to grow wrestling in Florida. If it, if it allows a kid, you know, to be able to compete against, I see you have the life, you know, like now. You know, year to year, I'm able to tell kids like, hey, you know, we can we're going to the same tournament that, you know, life, uh, Bruinton Parker, Emmanuel, you know, we're, we're stepping our game up to attend those tournaments because we know on the back end coming through our conference, you know, and going to nationals like our national tournaments is a wild card. I think, you know, a lot of divisions you're able to kind of see and, you know, do research, you know, prior to. But in our, in our association, this you know, once you get there to national, you might know a couple of people like Liberty, of course, you know, cause they're wrestling D3 tournaments and stuff. But do you, can you do, do you do duels against only NCWA or do you do, or do you do duels against NAIA and other schools as well? I, 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 I will try like this year, we, uh, we're actually pushing to have more duels with um, uh, NC, our NAIA teams, D3. Uh, two years ago, Huntington, Huntington um, College, they came down and wrestled and competed against us, uh, FAMU and UCF. Um, so, you know, you kind of can get one or two. I think this year, Allen is another um, HBCU in South Carolina. They're NAIA. They offer scholarships. So they're, they're, they're planning on coming down. And then I'm working with another coach at a D2 school to bring his, his guys down. So um, I, I'm at a point now, if I can get I'm in a central location. If I can get, you know, say, hey, St. Thomas, we have this D2 school coming down. Would you like to, to duel against them? All right, and, you know, life, you know, let's meet. Yeah, I was going to say, why why can't um, some of the, like, some of the D1 schools, why can't you do, like, exhibitions or something or have and, and sh show, some, show some people, hey, sure, maybe the first couple times the NCWA schools get smoked, whatever, who cares, but at least they're getting out there on the map with these guys. But then when, when the duels start getting closer, when kids are, are, are starting to compete, wouldn't that make the school whose club that is go, wow, look at that, man. Florida does, does club kids just, you know, wrestled against University of Georgia or whatever, who, you know? And uh, yeah. wow, maybe, maybe we need to look at all the fans coming out. Look at all the, the things going on around the sport. Top, top to bottom. Just with a Division One team, I don't, I, I, you know, looking, you might have one or two kids that can compete, but you know, going through a whole 10, 10 weight class lineup is going to be kind of hard, you know, to yeah. get competitive work. But Hopefully. and let's be honest, it's just a benefit to the school, right? Because listen, we all know what puts what butters Florida State's bread, and that's the football and the basketball team, right? Yes, sir. So, so we all know that. So, how baseball too, baseball. Yes, but we but we also know that a lot of those scholarships come from track. A lot of those scholarships come from, 
you know, I'm, I'm out of scholarships, but that kid's fast. Let me give him this scholarship, and that gets him into the school and onto the football field. Uh, there's a lot of football players out there that wrestled as well that maybe you can get and use wrestling as well as to, to, to funnel that, that sport too. Listen, let's be honest. I mean, it, it's all politics, right? So if somehow we can say, hey, look, you can gain four more football scholarships by adding a wrestling team because we can get some offense and defense alignment in here that are going to be big boys. I'm, I'm, every every year that the NFL promotes has has specials on in the NFL draft, and you find that there there are more and more athletes that have wrestled. It just makes our our our, our argument more compelling to be like, hey, this is you know, take out twenty five twenty five thousand dollars out of your your football budget. Let me develop you some more people I know that can tackle, you know, uh, defensive linemen that can get people off. Uh, I think that that's a win-win, and you know, hopefully, you know, um, the coaches, if they're they're interested, um, will reach out, and you know, kind of we can make that connection. I'm all I'm all for, you know, bringing dual dual athletes in. Um, you know, just the, the liability issue we're going to run into, but you know, assess risk for for your athletes. So. Right, because you're not considered the school. So if they sprained an ankle or they did something, mm. the insurance that they've taken out on their athletes isn't going to cover it. And that's, <clears throat> but if you are part of a school, then I mean, let's be honest, you can pick up. And how many kids are typically on a college roster? It's not just one squad. You usually have 32 or something, right, on a Division One wrestling team. So you could easily pick up five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I, 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 would say, I would say probably preferred walk-ons, probably a partial. Um, from, yeah. from my aspect, if, if, if let's say hypothetically the football team was to, to say, hey, yeah, we will be able to, to, to maybe match you with some scholarships. My first immediate thing is I'm looking for students who are one, um, uh, Bright Futures eligible. So that means, you know, tuition is paid for. So that kind of gives me more or gives us more room to kind of operate. Under well, and now you have an opportunity to develop their offense and defense alignment during the off season and make them better by being in the wrestling room. But now, not legally, but, but insurance wise, uh, they don't have to worry about if they're, you know, sprain their ankle or break a finger or whatever might happen. That, 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 that will be the, the, the biggest, you know, issue that I can see liability wise, you know, that we, we would have to deal with. And, you know, you deal with it now. Um, you know, student athletes, I know at both institutions, you have to pay for the university insurance before we allow them to wrestle. Um, just, or if you have your own personal insurance, but that, that way that, you know, that, that we're, we're covered and, you know, we can make sure that we can get those kids the, the proper well, attention. Listen, all that aside, anybody out there listening, Florida State has a wrestling program. And it's also FAMU has a wrestling program. So you've got two opportunities there as a kid, part of the Bright Futures program, part of the Florida's family, whatever program, or you just want to take a year off and, and take a couple classes, see, see, you haven't made a decision with life yet. And you can wrestle, get better, get to open competition and, and use it as kind of, you know, let's, let's be honest, how many kids are, done with their senior year and their whole life has been wrestling and they're not too sure if they want to wrestle at the next level. Now, are they burnt out or not? Go spend a year, take a couple classes, get back in the room, do some open tournaments and see if it's something that 
you're still passionate about. Um, if not, make a decision from there. But you've got some good coaches around that are coaching these programs like Coach Simmons, like CJ, like Tomei, like JD, like the guys at Florida Gulf Coast. So, um, and you get to stay in Florida. It's not a bad thing. Close to beaches, uh, good weather, no snow. <laughs> and your family gets to see you wrestle. I don't think we take into account, you know, just having that family support to come out there and see you compete. You know, you had it your, your whole life and then you go to college and, you know, some schools you, you, you're not able to kind of see, you know, or be there to experience. So that's... Well, and listen, 153 club teams nationwide for men, There's not, that doubles what there is, I think, in not in NAIA, but that doubles division one probably doubles division two so it's not like you're not going to get an opportunity to wrestle plus you're going to these open tournaments where uh you're going to get to compete against some upper echelon kids and possibly have those schools say you know call coach simmons and say hey man tell me a little bit about this kid what's his character like what kind of background does he have is he a kid that i should bring up I actually had one guy two years ago, three years ago, Robert Peter. He was uh, Florida State's first uh, NCAA, I mean, NCWA national qualifier. Um, but he actually beat a couple his senior season. He went undefeated up until the national final. Um, but he actually beat a couple. We took him to the Cumberland Open. He won the Cumberland Open. Um, and we went to another tournament where he, uh, down at UCF, they have University of Pembroke, uh, North Carolina Pembroke. He beat a couple kids there. They qualify for NAIA, or I mean D2, the D2 uh, national championship. So, you know, you definitely have some kids that, you know, from from, from our, my aspect, that have the talent. They just want to focus more on academic. And some just say, hey, I, I want to graduate from the Florida State, you know, university or, you know, have that as a, as a, a notch or achievement in life. So, um, but I do ask if any uh, coaches are, are listening to this or, you know, open to, to coaching, like at a Miami day, definitely you have, you have a wealth of, you know, talent down there that, you know, can attend a community college and then wrestle. Yeah. Uh, uh, is it still BCC? It used to be BCC down there, Broward community college, but I don't know what it's called now. Broward. Yeah. So if you have any coaches in these areas that, that are close to a community college, please, if you need help and want to establish an NCWA team, um, I, I'm willing to, to help. You know, me and Coach Ferns, he's actually the, the, the conference commissioner now. And in JD, we're all, you know, we compete against each other, but, you know, we're all a family and we all care about growing the sport, especially here in Florida. And the more teams that we can have in, you know, in the state, the, I think the better it bodes for, hey, we have these many schools, let's, let's support a Division One wrestling team. That's all. I just had um, somebody comment uh, a few minutes ago. They said, uh, he said, heck yeah, that's my alma mater. Cade is his son who wrestles for Bishop Moore. And he says, Cade wants to go to FSU. So you may have a little stud on his way. Yeah, I think he was a, a freshman or a sophomore. I think he was a sophomore this year. I'm definitely looking forward to more. Like I said, if God willing, and he's blessed me with the opportunity to stay in Tallahassee where I haven't had to move, you know, gainfully employed, you know, especially in this pandemic and how things are shaping up um, in the country right now. You know, if I'm there, we're definitely trying to keep the train rolling with both both teams. And if if you have a guy that says, "Hey, I want to go to a community college," um, and you know Tallahassee Community College, we we allow them to kind of compete in some of our open tournaments as well with us, travel with us, and, and compete. Awesome, man. Well, this has been great. I'm telling you, my interviews 
you know, they used to go 15, 20 minutes. Now they go damn near an hour, man. It's a great. <laughs> Loving it, man. I'm definitely going to get you in touch with Coach Ferns. He's, like I said, a Michigan guy, came down new to the state. But uh, yeah, I love he, it. He really has I may have to move my two o'clock. I mean, yeah, my two o'clock to two thirty because it seems like when I'm on at one now, I got to rush to get off because I got to get on the two. So I'm going to have to change that up to two thirty now because we just get into conversations, man, and I'm loving it. And I guess as I'm learning and getting more knowledge, I have better questions. So <laughs> yeah, this, it just it, why not this and why not that? Let's like your idea yeah. today. If we just I'm I'm all for it. Let's I, I would wholeheartedly say, hey, if, you know, we decide as a, you know, state that we're going to pick one school and, you know, put some funds to help that, I, I'm, I'm all for it because I think that domino, they need to see it fall. And then from there, we can kind of get the ball rolling off. You know, this is a, yeah. like, a viable option for us to have. And you see people like the South Beach dudes, you have a lot of Division One teams coming now to South Florida and it's generating revenue yeah. for the state. I mean, just imagine how big a a UCF FSU duel would be, or a FSU Florida duel, or a Miami Florida State duel at the Division One level. That's if for football. That's Ohio for Ohio State, Penn State in wrestling. That's Miami Florida State in football, right? So imagine that at that level. That would be just amazing, or or a, I mean, just incredible to watch. Like the things that we're working on now is like next year. I, I told my, the, my president, club president, he's also a state, um, state, state champ actually. Two years ago, uh, Dan Stone has a, a sister, uh, Lauren Stone. Um, she's going to UF, and I, I, I begged and pleaded for her, you know, say, you know, hey, if if, if you want to, you know, wrestle this year and compete at the NCAA level, I'll come out of my pocket to help fund the women's team at UF just because. You know, I know she's that good in it. And, you know, when you have people at that level, it kind of puts a spotlight on, you know, like, hey, if she could do it here, then why not get an education there and do it as well? So, um, but next year, we, I want to host a dual tournament at Florida State. And now with, you know, video content, kind of able for people to kind of see what it would look like, you know, and, and tell well, how, how can we market? You're saying that Flow does the has the NCWA national tournaments on there. Mm -hmm. How do we, how do you market to these Florida rooms that when that's on so that people can be aware? I generally post in the the, the Florida rooms, uh, you know, as often as I can. Um, I know Florida Gulf Coast they post. Uh, CJ, we we kind of always do it, but you know, uh, like basically letting you know and educating you on what we're doing definitely would be another extension to for us to keep it. But if anybody's interested and want to watch the level of competition and they have access to folks, just type in NCWA National Championships. I think they started doing it maybe the year after JD. We hosted the UCF. UCF hosted down here at the National Championships in Florida, but they've been, you know, consistently live broadcast as they're going on. You know, even this year, you know, mid-tournament, we had the, you know, a lot of schools ended up pulling their students out because of COVID and um, the national championships kept, you know, still rolling on. So that was a little, that was a little crazy. You know, people, schools like, Hey, you got to come back today. And then you come to the, you know, <laughs> the, the semis and you, you see a guy walk out and he gets his hair raised for a forfeit. And he was like, what, what, what happened? And it was like, yeah, <laughs> school said that they had to come back today. And you was like, wow. So, 
Yeah, crazy stuff, man. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so, so you ready for the 10 questions? Right. You're down by three going into the third period. You have choice, top, bottom, or neutral? Top. Folk or free? Uh, I'm going to go with folk. Collegiate. 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 <laughs> headgear or no headgear? Headgear. <laughs> even though uh, you have me in the coaching, even though because yeah. they swear up and down, they can't hear <laughs> sign language to them. So if you have only one day to train, whether this is for you or you want to take it as your club team, do you go to a rumble or a clinic? Rumbles. <clears throat> Who wins the rematch, Loudon Swain or Brian Shoot? Shoot. <laughs> Everybody says shoot. Yeah, I, oh. I, I, I just think that was a one-time like. Yeah, know, he, he, he just prepared his mind to do it. Yeah. Um, which title holds more prestige, the 32 or the Fargo? Fargo. What's more dominant, pin or a tech? I'm a pin guy. <laughs> uh Waffle fries or steak fries? I just had this conversation. I'm, I'm gonna go with steak fries, and I'm mad. That, I'm mad that KFC stopped offering their waffle fries. Their, their wedge. Their wedge. Oh yeah. yeah, and they 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 cook them real well. Yeah, you get the toasty on the outside with the spice. K KFC is going yeah. to waffle fries. Now. You don't you don't see these titties? I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> I did my 50 push-ups today. I'm telling my guys to keep up with me in this quarantine era. So <laughs> hey, so you're at you're at the you're at a bar, a game, whatever. You go wings or burger? Oh wings all the time. Popeyes or Chick-fil-A? Uh, uh, <laughs> Tough. I'm going. Chick-fil-A, Chick-fil-A, because I, I can get a salad. Popeye's doesn't offer salad. They don't offer a healthy option. And, oh, well. And Chick-fil-A is offering kale, kale side salads, too, now. Oh, there you go. I'm going with Popeye's. <laughs> uh, I'm going to get the Popeye's spicy wings, and then I'm going to go over and get the waffle fries from. <laughs> <laughs> you like the waffle or the Big Mac? Whopper, man. I grew up with Burger King right up the street from my house. So. Oh, yeah. What was that old song? I like the Whopper, the Big Mac. <laughs> Whopper, Whopper Jr. is actually my favorite. My problem is I love that Big Mac. So you saw my video from yesterday. I finally got one. 57 days I've been quarantined, and I went out and got a Big Mac, and it was so good. Hey, did it once? You didn't cut it in? No. If you go on my page, you'll see I video. I live fed all I was eating it. I was like, yeah. I even saved some right here. I was so happy with it. I'm going to check that out. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm trying to cut my portions down, you know, a little bit, being a little bit more health, health conscious. So. Uh, yeah, me too, but I had to get a Big Mac. Look, sometimes, you know, I'm a, sometimes you just got to – I'm a five-five <laughs> guy. So. Got to do what you got to do. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, listen, anytime you want to jump on, man, you just give me a holler and we do it. But definitely, if you have anybody, you know, that wants to reach out and start a uh, NCWA team in the state of Florida, uh, please, you know, shoot them my information. Um, you know, we're just trying to, to grow it one team at a time. And hopefully, you know, we can get one of these uh, schools to kind of provide uh, opportunity for us to break that mold and, and to really let, let people know the type of wrestling we got in uh, Florida, coming out of Florida. 
instead of them going everywhere else, <laughs> accolades. Keep them home. Yeah, keep them home. So. For sure, my brother. Well, hey, man, I really appreciate you coming on and reaching out. And, uh, you know, any other any of the other NCWA schools that want to come on, just have them holler at me. You got my link, so. Yeah, definitely. Have them sign up. We'll talk I, about I, it. I, I might have to get you some Florida State, you know, Florida State wrestling swag. I yeah, see, yeah, I'll give you my, I'll, get, I'll, I'll message you my address. All right. All right, I got if, a it says, if it says wrestling, I'll wear it. But if it says, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you're a Kane. I know you're a Kane. I am a Kane fan, but I'm also a wrestling fan. So if it says wrestling, I'll wear it. Okay, all right. Uh, I, I, but, but anything that says Florida Gator, I won't wear. Nah. <laughs> right there. So I'll make sure. I'll make sure you get it one. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm size I'm size double XL. <laughs> You might be able to take one and out with. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. I'll shoot you my. I'll shoot you my. I'll shoot you my. Um, my address, man. I appreciate you, and I appreciate everything you're doing for wrestling. And uh, let's talk anytime, man. I hope to. Uh, the UCF guys told me that I need to bring my kid out to their tournament next year, so yeah, I'm, I'm sure you'll be there. I'll get to meet you. Definitely, definitely. You'll see. A, you know, a lot of teams and. Uh, uh, somebody just posted that SPC is looking to start a wrestling program. Can you expand Christopher Wilmington on what SPC stands for? Because we are a couple of dumb guys. We can't make it out. St. Petersburg Community College, maybe? So, well, Christopher, reach out to to my man here. FSU Wrestling on IG. Shoot me a message. All right, brother. You take it easy and have a great night. All right. Thank you, and God bless everybody, man. Stay safe.